Hello and welcome to 141 Studio. As always, I am Ryan Whiting and I am sitting here across from me on the floor, my compatriot, Paul Cushman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to give you instruction, man. That's all. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, like, what? Were you yelling from the sidelines, like Baron Alter? Like, yeah, just being like, no, pointing, it's down like, over there. You gotta go like, there. You gotta find that. Yeah, yeah. Where do you, yeah, say say my name, say my name. We're, you know, Destiny's Child. Except if no one is we're around no longer you. in Qatar. And much like two of the members of Destiny's Child finding out because they're not in that video that they are no longer in the band. Yeah. The U.S. is no longer in the World Cup. Wow, that was a, I do not, you, it's a metaphor you gave me and we made it work. What? Yeah, it worked all right. It's fine. Yeah, it sounded great. Uh, a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it, a lot of uh, what happened today, huh? Today was both, like, heartening and incredibly discouraging. You're, there's a lot to talk about with the game against the Netherlands, but I think it's fair to say that the United States was probably the better team for much of the game, except for a few times where they absolutely fell asleep. So I, I want to make a like a general statement first about the United States. The United States actually played fairly well in this tournament. I would say, with the exception of the Wales game, the second half of the Wales game, they actually you know acquitted themselves very well and created chances and opportunities consistently, I think. And they defended fairly well, too, I think. Yeah. That's With the actually... exception of the Netherlands game, of course. But that yeah. they literally gave up three chances in that game. And, and the Netherlands scored, scored on all three, three goals. Yeah. You know. I, I do want to say, just because you bunker and you like build into a low block, a lot of people are like, oh, no, they can't keep control of the ball, or they're just putting it out. And it's like, yes, that's the point. That's what they're trying to do. That means that they're defending well. And there was quite a bit of that. I saw like a lot of hate for like Shaq Moore. I was like, Shaq Moore came on and did his job. They didn't ask him to do a lot. Like, his job wasn't incredibly... They, yeah, they will ask him to make sure that the game stayed tight. Right. That was it, yeah. Just if, if you get the ball on your feet, there's nowhere immediately to pass it. Kick it away, man. Send it like, away. It's fine. That was Don't his worry job. about it. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you've got to simplify things for players so that, like, especially at the end of games where there's a lot on the line and you need a point or you need this. The idea is, like, let's fight for the next moment, next right. game, next thing. So it's, it's a sequence of immediate crisis don't worry about the next thing that's happening. Right. Worry about this one. Yeah, yeah. You kick the ball away, cool. They still have pressure. It's a throw-in near your box. That's fine. That's an that's the next problem. You can reset. Right. Well, you can reset and you get your Take players in position. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the U.S. actually did a really good job against Wales most of the time. There was one very notable exception and against Iran in doing that. that. I will tell you the final probably 20 minutes of that match against Iran, I was just like we were, we were full butt clench. I was very they bunkered stressed real out. deep at the end there. Yeah, I sure was real stressed happened. out. The end of the the Iran game was interesting because they started to kind of just retreat, and they gave yeah. Iran some like very clear cut chances. I felt yeah. like they defending wise that was their worst game of all the four games that they had played, with the exception Ooh. of like them falling asleep, like legitimately yeah. falling asleep in the moments that they did against the Netherlands. I felt like in the Iran game they they were giving up. Some some really, I mean, Iran had two or three, like, one, yes. like one-on-one cho- chances at the yeah. end of that game. And, like, they had, what, well, there's a goal that was cleared off the line, essentially. Yeah, there was a goal line clearance. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it all happened at the end of that game. So, I think, you know, like, that game, to me, like, the Netherlands had three chances. They had all three of their chances at, the, what, 12, 13 yards out with players in position to make a, you know, goal line, or make a clearance or defend in front. Yeah. And they didn't do it, yeah. you know. It wasn't like the Netherlands was d- dominated play and they were constantly in the box and like creating tons no, and they, tons of they chances. No, they got counterattacks and then hit cutbacks is really 
kind they had of like lab. maybe like six of those all game and three yeah. of them they scored and that was the game and that was all and to me you would you bring up experience that was an experience thing I which think you could say that was game. part of it and I think the other part of it was I think you missed out on some specific pieces of defending that you see that there are flaws in the United States and how they build and how they break down yeah and this is a very common thing too with with modern football too like that is an area the area that the Netherlands exploited is a very common area for teams to exploit in a game because what happens is the ball gets put over the top or gets put behind and everyone's running back to their goal and guess what happens people start to lose where space is like what space is and the thing is is the penalty spot is a very like you can see the penalty spot just right put the ball there and see if things will happen well, well and it's also too like defenders too like you you have to start teaching defenders to run to the penalty spot and i think what happens is like in when you work in this in practice as someone who is a coach and has done many of these things over time like you have to get really specific about what you want to happen consistently and what happens is in, in those instances in that game is that players they just thought like oh i'm in position this is the way it's going to be instead of saying like oh no i need to be in this spot right now because i know where the ball is going to the ball is going to get placed in this position and i need to be there to clear out the danger and in that game that didn't happen enough and it's it there is some brilliance to what the netherlands did the netherlands sucked out the united states so that they could play those balls behind and in a way it worked really really well and the first goal was i mean that first Netherlands goal was I thought that was a thing of beauty because they kept just beating that United States press and they kept pulling players yeah. out so then it became a moment where I saw when I when the ball got past the half line or right before the half line I can't remember w- where it went through I think it was um it was like De Jong and Martin Darun and those guys kind of like counterplayed and the mm-hmm. ball went to Memphis I was like this is going to be a goal and right. like 10 seconds later they're, they're in the back line. yeah because it was just the way in which they were building I'm like oh they've attacked the space that the United States is really dangerous like they had struggle with which is behind those those wing backs which is a very common area for teams to get exploited right but what ended up happening was is that the united states just never got back into position well enough like they never like fully got there and when the ball got across memphis scored that first goal i'm pretty sure right yeah he scored the first goal yeah like all he had to do was just sit in that area like he had to get at the top of the box and just wait for a ball to get cut back and once the ball got cut back he was like oh sweet I can just score this, no problem. And what I will say about that strike is it was very good. It ran away from Matt Turner, and that's good because Matt Turner had it covered until it until it ran. He made a very good I, attempt at that at that shot. I honestly, what was interesting is that Matt Turner just turned and he didn't move. I was kind of surprised by that. He didn't take a step to move, and I think he was actually. This is gonna be really cruel for me to say. Mm-hmm. He actually looked a little out of position, Did and it? I think it was because of the way the ball it moved really quickly, and he just was trying to turn to get in position yeah. to make a save. And I mean, it wasn't his fault. The game, that goal is not. This is me being a really hypercritical. The, it probably coach. was him being like, okay, I'm just going to try and like, if it's kicked at me, make yeah. a save here because if it's not, it's going to be. I a mean, tough the one. game wasn't. None of the game was his fault. Like yeah. he played really well. He had some really great saves, and I thought he was probably one of the best players on the pitch. The Nothing he could have done on any, any of, of the, the three goals. goals. Yeah, yeah. they're all great shots. And yeah, the problem for me was this was a game plan thing. Part of it yeah. was a game plan thing. I, I was going to say. Halter knew this is one of those things like the Netherlands have played this game already a couple times where they score goals in that area and it's a very common thing for them to do yeah. and it's a very Dutch thing to do anyway 
nice is like, oh, like we know what exploits we're going to exploit. Let's exploit those. And what ended up happening is that they didn't, like the United States, like almost like they almost forgot like, oh yeah, they're going to play this. They're going to get it to the touchline. They're going to cut it back to the penalty spot. Like that's a, when you're talking about experience, it's also like a coaching side experience too. I was going to say, this feels a little bit like Louis Van Gaal outcoached Bearhalter a little bit. Not necessarily by like a lot, but by enough um, because they got what they wanted. It was mm-hmm. pretty clear that was the game plan. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of it. Yeah. And the thing was, the United States had their chances in this game. The yeah. United States had a chance in the second minute that could have should have been the a game. goal, probably. I don't know if it should have been a goal, but it was very clear cut. Like, it was yeah. a clear cut opportunity. It was one on one with the keeper from about 12, 13 yards out. Yeah. And that's a chance. To me, that's like a legitimate, like, okay. And the thing is, is the United States did take it to the Netherlands. They, like, did get into some positions. The thing was, is that we've talked about this before, is that the final ball isn't always the best. And then the finisher, the the final touch into the goal is not always there. Yeah. And he, this is the thing that I'm realizing right now is that the United States needs to learn or find a system where Pulisic and Wea and Giovanni Reina and Aronson can all work and be on the field together. And where it's not about like a central target player. It's about those guys creating yeah. chaos consistently. On, like Because they all four should be on the field at the same time. They can figure that out. That can be done. Who would so I guess that you have Wea and Pulisic in a like four four two at that point I guess would kind of be what you're looking at because you have Eunice Musa and Weston McKinney as your central midfielders right yeah and Adams Adam Adams absolutely is you could play three five two or you play three four three you could do a lot of things like the thing is you could have, like the thing is yeah. is defensively they don't have a ton of guys right so yeah. like let's play to the strengths of what this team is right yeah so you got your three central midfielders right you've got you've got a couple strong defenders you've got I thought Tim Marine was excellent, but he's going to be done, yeah, essentially. Th- this was like the last ride for right. the gunslinger. He well, had a phenomenal tournament. I I really respect Tim Marine for coming in, not really having played with this group, and just, it was like, hey, you know what to do, right? And and he did it. He, he was great. I he thought was he was really good. breaking the lines. Like, he was he was dribbling. He yeah, dribbled through the first great. line and then passed through the, the yeah. second one. I was like, well, now it's just attackers on defenders. Like Walker Zimmerman's play. all right. Like, he'll be adequate. Like, and then the, who is the guy, Miles Robinson? He's he was Miles hurt. Robinson has been hurt. He, yeah, I don't think he was there. He wasn't. No, he wasn't there. But he'll uh, be back. Yeah. Like he'll be okay. And like what they're going to need is to find a way to defend. And the thing is too is like if you play yeah. one of these systems, like you can play Anthony Robinson on one side, and mm-hmm. you can play. You could play Dest as a player out there. But the thing is, is like you could also just have like Timo Wea on the right hand side on the wing. You know, yeah, like and, ha- and, you and can, have him track for. So or uh, you can. And the thing is too is like you have all these other options. Like Eunice Musa can sit and defend. Tyler Adams can sit and defend. Like, you don't have to have these players. Tyler Adams is played as a right back. It's not like you yeah. can't defend in the 4-4-2 and have him slide back and, like, do the whole thing. It's it's all possible. The thing is now is, like, to me, the thing is is that they have to figure out. They have these players in this pool, right? These very yep. specific players in this pool, they need to cater to exactly what that is and create a style in which they are maximized and not, squ- like, putting square pegs in a round hole consistently. Right. You know, I don't, I don't, I think that's happened too much, including in this World Cup, I think. Yeah. So, a couple of things things that I'll talk about in relation to that. The wingbacks were were not good in this game, either going forward or playing defensively. But they Gio Reyna did not play a lot in this tournament. 
Mm-hmm. Not sure if it's because he was hurt, he had a falling out, or honestly, I think there were just better players ahead of him. Gio, Gio is an incredibly talented player who's not really proven a lot. Not, I mean, in, not mm, against good teams. Uh, he's proven himself, I think. He's not healthy. And so here's what I'll say. In the last 18 months at Dortmund, do you know what he's like? What his attacking stats are? He scored two goals and has an assist. I know. He has been not... Well, the thing is, is how many games has he actually played? Not a lot. Not a lot. Even when he has played, it's not like he's setting the world on fire. He's a progressor. He's a great progressor. He has a phenomenal, like, phenomenal long ball. I'm not sure... Like, Aronson's a better player in better form. He absolutely should have been playing over him. And, and Gio Reyna shouldn't be playing over McKenney, Moose, or Adams, because they might have been one of the best midfields in the tournament. They were very tough to play through for pretty much everybody until they ran into... Uh, the Netherlands and the Netherlands really just kind of tried to bypass them. They they went outside. They knew that the yeah. the, the they knew that the the weakness was outside with Destin and Robinson, like yeah. that they could get behind those guys and then create the space that way. The center the center of the midfield and throughout this tournament, the United States like forced teams to play outside. Yeah, and now and, this and, is where we talked. You talked about this today about Yedlin and Dest. Yeah, this is maybe one of those moments where you take Yedlin and you go, okay, we're gonna start Yedlin for yeah. the, the three or four games. We're not gonna worry about having a guy up uh, on the right attacking all the time. We're gonna worry about making sure everything is really solid because the thing is, is if they can't go down the right side, you know they're gonna go down the left, and you can give support to that. You know what I mean? Right. And so you cover up a lot of your weaknesses just by having a guy on one side who's a really solid defender and knows what he needs to do in a block. And Dest is still figuring that out. He's not there yet. Yeah, he's. Not fully there yet. He had an incredibly poor game. They, I, I'll say that a lot. <laughs> but yeah, they so they attacked him. They targeted him. They targeted Robinson. Robinson had been very good defensively this tournament. If he never sees Denzel, I think it's Denzel, right? If uh, he never Dumfries, sees yeah, yeah, Dumfries yeah, yeah. again, I think he'll be happy. There's actually there's a moment, and I wrote it down in my notes when I was watching. Dumfries and him have like a collision when he steps in for the ball. They like hit hands, mm-hmm. like smash their hands, or he like smashes his hand. Uh, Robinson does again. Dumfries mm-hmm. and he's like shaking it off like it's pretty clear like he like he hurt himself and Dumfries walks over and gives him like a fist bump like hey you know I'm not trying oh, to yeah, hurt yeah, you yeah, right yeah, like because yeah. because they'd had like four that, or yeah. five train wrecks at that point it's just like and I think towards the end of the game that's maybe what had happened to Robinson I think he'd gotten like no, he was worn out he, he had to do a lot of running in that game he might have gotten hurt he went down at one point because he'd gotten like a, a knee to the back uh, it was a Dumfries kind of like ran him over they got us got a free kick for it but dumfries ran him over and uh and he ate like a knee to the like his uh hamstring so he I might probably just got been, like a like a dead leg or something. I, yeah, yeah i think he was just kind of done at the end of the game well Not dumfries too- is like kind of clumsy and, and even though he's like an exo player, he's got some clumsiness in him. Like he does, like get these, like he has these, like he just like it seems a little erratic and wild. But he, I mean, it's part of what he is. He's still a really great right back and can do things, or right wing back and can do things. I uh, I started to smile, and Paul also got a smile on his face because we both know it's not exactly clumsiness. It's a it's a little bit of a antagonistic. Oh no, he's clumsy. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. Like he's also like I I don't 
don't think he's afraid to mix it up, but I think there's a clum- there is a clumsiness. I've watched him many times, and there yeah. is a clumsiness it's, about his game that uh, is is very aware to me. Like he likes to run in, like run at, like into people, like and you're right. like he'll 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 give you one early in the match to let you know he's there, and then just kind of never quite stops on it. Yeah, but he, he also does these things like he like you know he's not gonna get there, and he still yeah. like does this anyway. But yeah, he'll he'll just he'll give you a little bit as he goes by, kind of a deal. Like he's or he's, he just like he's just out of control. Like he's just yeah. running too fast, and he's like, "Whoops, uh, whoops, sorry, buddy. Like yeah. I oh, ran no, too fast. I, I ran into you. I oh no, it's that. a foul. That sucks. You know. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily <laughs> cynical. He's just like, I think it's a part of it is like legitimate. And yeah. Like, oh crap, like I did it. But I, I like him. He's he's like a no, six a three battery. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> he's very like the, uh, it's not he plays to say bumper cars. He plays bumper cars sometimes. That's yeah. all. So the future of the uh, to me the future of the US looks bright. So actually, let's do the three goals. We can talk about why I think they were poor. Let's let's go through it. Let's let's subject us to this, and then let's talk about why this actually is a pretty good result. This tournament, not the game, but the this tournament was a pretty good result for the U.S. Okay. I think the disappointment about this, the end, how it ended, is that this was something, this was an opportunity, this is actually a legitimate opportunity for them. They yeah. actually had a chance to win this game. XG okay. says that they were a better team in this game. I, Un- I think they were. Yeah. And they, they, I think <laughs> for a good period, they actually were pretty good against this Netherlands team. I just think the Netherlands had three major chances. They took all three. The U.S. had three major chances. They took one. Yeah. And that really is the result of the game. And it was a little bit of a chaos. Chaos goal. Yeah. Haji Wright with his uh I I don't even know how to describe that. He just sort of like kicked it up in the air and like it sort of beat everybody. Like because he, he had wasted the chance that led to that corner. And oh yeah, he should have scored that oh, one. Oh yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it all it worked out. He got a second chance and he, he put that one away. All right, go, go to the go through the three goals of the Netherlands. So the first goal, Netherlands goes to Dumfries on the wing. He cuts it back to Depay. Memphis, Memphis Depay. That's how you say that, right? Depay? I don't Memphis know. Depay. Depay. Memphis Depay. Depay. Who who puts it away. It's a nice strike. It, it's curling away from the goalie. It's got some zip to it. It's, you know, good goal. The second one is infuriating. If you want to be, like, frustrated with anything that happened in this match, that second goal is just incredibly poor awareness and effort by the United States. I don't know if it's... I, it's, I think it's... I don't know if it's effort. I think it's just really... It's really poor communication on the United States part. That's what it... T- it's, what from what I saw, it was just really poor communication. It was like they're obviously playing in a zone. Mm-hmm. The defenders are playing in a zone, and clearly one of the players was it did not talk to the other players about the player coming through yeah. to pick up, and no one no one picked him up, and he just Blind was just there. So daily Blind starts. This is off of a throw in, so they throw it in to the yep. to the player on the wing, and this is a recap for people who are listening. And daily Blind comes in, noted speed. Daily Blind comes in off of the Process it's kind of the game. wing into the center of the box. He runs through what absolutely should be Sergino Des's box, like his zone, who like picks him up wicked late. Just never even makes a move towards him until he already has the ball. By that point, so like so this is a thing for me, right? Is like what's the communication there? Is Des meant to take that man? This the like this is where I'm gonna yeah. get into like the real yeah, detail, yeah. right? So is that Des man that needs is is that the communication? So so 
it's a throw-in. Who you got? Who you got? Who's the mark? You got a mark? Who is it? Who do you have? Is that his mark in that moment? Or is that meant to be one of the midfielders' marks in that moment? Is it one of the central defenders' marks in that moment? The thing is, is that you don't know because no one ended up taking him and Des sees it really late, yeah. thinking that to, that may have been his guy, but in reality, there are four guys, three or four guys that pass. he passes by and no one picks him up. My- and there's no one else in the box. Mind right. you. Right, right. It's, There's he's nobody the only else. guy yeah. in the box. My only pushback on that would be like you're the thing Des needs to say, I lost my man. <laughs> right. That I mean, or someone needs to say, Who's got him? Somebody who's got needs him? to who's say I'm making a run, realize there's no time left and just be like, Okay, whatever. Or where's we'll Turner fire like, it away. Or, like the thing is right. too, is like there has to be there's a communication failure on all the yeah. levels. Like the center defenders don't say anything and don't pick him up. Des doesn't doesn't either doesn't see him until it's too late, like he's mm-hmm. coming across. And Turner doesn't say anything either. All of that is it's just a major communication error. I don't think Anybody ever looks, I think, is what happens. I don't think anybody ever looks to see if Daily Blind is going to crash in like that. Well, and Daily, well, Daily Blind never takes those positions. Right. He's a, he's a center back. He's a left back for them. I no, I know what he plays for the Dutch. He's a he's a center back. Has been basically his entire career. I just like, think it's fascinating that the United States just allow like that space. <laughs> this is a second time in a row, though. This is you're talking about that space. Yeah. Twelve to sixteen yards out. Yeah. Center of the box. And and it's uncovered. And it's uncovered. Des comes like, in late to make it look like somebody was there. There was no one there. It wasn't like it, like that. Like they didn't know that that space. So like to me, that's like it's not only like a community communication error but it's like a game plan error and it's also like and it's also an error on the players knowing that that is a thing so like it's everyone and like maybe you can blame Des for being a little late but it's also like Walker Zimmerman and Tim Ream and Matt Turner being like hey that's the space you've got to take that space you've got to have someone in that space where is that person why are they not in that space like why is that not happening and the thing is is that didn't happen and they were punished for it they were punished in, they were they took they, they had the ultimate punishment three times for the same error yeah and so that's actually an easy uh lead in so on the third goal which ices the game because the United States brings it back two to one Mm -hmm. and four minutes later Denzel Dumfries is just sitting there unmarked for like 10 seconds he's waving his arms to Daly Blind like hey I'm here I'm here and he's 6'3 right and Anthony Robinson is 5'8 5'8 so it's it's a it's a mismatch anyway but like you put it on my head and I'm gonna win this and he doesn't have to he puts it on him he takes a touch Mm -hmm. scores with the other foot because no one is near him nobody even tries and it's it's bad because it's not tries it's communication no no no, i know it's it's like like it's not an effort this is not an effort thing like it's i i just want to make this so clear to you Mm -hmm. because like when you say tries like it's not about trying it's about it's about communication and game planning those two things it was a consistent failure in the Mm -hmm. three goals that happened for the united states specifically on that one no one even takes a step before he shoots that's what I mean when I say tries it's not tries to like they're not trying to play defense what I mean is like he gets the ball shifts it to his other foot before they turn around to look at him he has scored no one even tries to get over there to play defense on that they don't have time because he's got like 15 yard or like 10 yards of space yeah I mean it was just like that's another it's just yeah yeah, game plan it's a game plan and a communication Mm -hmm. error at its highest the thing is too here's the other thing that really annoys me sometimes too with communication is like you've got forwards and and midfielders that are looking back at what's happening. Right? Are they talking to those players? No. 
I mean, it this should is be. A, this right. is a whole like this is like one of those things like we mm-hmm. we as the United States need more to learn more about because right. these are the things that make good teams great. And this is like you think that like um, someone I, I just think sometimes we forget that those little things actually matter. Yeah, and, communication and, is huge. Like, not even yeah. communication, but just like be and like being aware of like what is actually happening and like mm-hmm. someone saying something instead of after being complaining complaining yeah. about it like and saying oh like why didn't you do that why didn't you pick him up it's like whoa, 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 whoa. why didn't you what you were watching this whole thing happen you didn't say a thing like what are you doing what i will say on the third goal is matt turner is screaming that dumfries is open that one he's legitimately like what are we doing he's like this is not like he's like this is bad and uh, they just don't nobody picks him up i i again think that robinson's just a little cooked at the end there he i mean he'd been getting run over all game he'd been in physical battles probably a little knocked up tired you know but that's a th- what what's right. but what's the solution to that problem i mean that you would have to you would have had to take him off but i'm not sure if not they even that any... like th- get someone else there right just get someone else right. there so, someone needs to be there just at the bring, very least. hey yeah. just just put a guy there like get yeah. like put Gio Reyna there anyone just get mm-hmm. someone there to just have a body there yeah. like that's all you've got to do sometimes it's like literally just making sure you have the numbers yeah. like there are times that we've coached at NMH where we sometimes we just teach like get back behind the ball that's it get back behind the ball find a player get back behind the ball reset that's all we teach and too often we forget those other little details that need to happen like and that's where the communication sometimes falls apart where it's like hey who's there who's on that spot who's in the area whatever and the United States will learn from this this is a good lesson to learn because you know four years from now this isn't going to happen and who knows (laughs) one would hope I think it won't I don't think it'll happen I think Mm -hmm. the other thing is too is that they need to develop more that this is a development thing where they're going to have to develop center backs who will be able to deal with all these things consistently yeah Tim Ream's not going to be there I think Tim Ream was one of the best players they had in this tournament yes I agree you got Walker Zimmerman who like was okay but it's possible he's not at this level I think he was exposed a few times where he he struggled the tackle on Gareth Bale. The tackle on Gareth Bale. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Was a pretty bad one. I actually think the first goal, he marks the guy that Tim Ream is already marking. And I understand they're probably double bracketing him, but mm-hmm. also like you probably can drift out like there's another guy crashing but also I, I want to say McKenney and Dest mark the same guy as well I can't remember who the who the midfielder is mm-hmm. that marks the same guy Dest does and nobody ever picks up Depay, Depay on the first goal yeah I, who plays on the left side of midfield there it might be Musa it might be Musa yeah they, they actually move around a lot Musa and McKenney no it's so it on Dest side it would be Musa because McKenney was on the other side so yeah mm-hmm. I, I they just like they were double marking one guy, nobody ever picked him up. Right, so it's right. I, I think it is a communication error. What I will say, just to wrap up this game, if Greg Bearhalter is no longer the coach of the US men's national team, I think he went out on his shield and his shield is gonna be dragged by Ferreira. Like that was that if he if he gets fired just because he started Ferreira who hadn't played at all. I, and he not, had four it, touches. Yeah, it, the thing what you know what Ferreira is meant to do was to sit up and help clog the middle of the field. He wasn't like the, the game plan was not to have him be like a focal point of the attack. The only thing they had to ask him to do is to try to hold up play and try to get the ball to essentially what would happen if they had the opportunities to really do it. Mm-hmm. But they were able to bypass that and go to the areas they really wanted right. to go anyways. was they He was an outlet in case the ball needed to be played long and for him to 
the, bring the ball down and touch it to a wide player to get it over around the Netherlands defense. Yeah. But I guess they, the Netherlands knew that, that was, the, the game plan was going to be that, so they essentially the U.S. had to bypass it anyways. Right. Right. I, I mean, in that case, just play Pulisic and just get rid of him. Just play Aronson there. Well, they did right. after 45 minutes. No, I know that it was pretty clear it was going poorly. But like that's it the, wasn't. But the thing is, I don't think it necessarily was his fault. It wasn't like he was out of his depth. It was just the fact that they, the Netherlands had a plan for it already. They already right. knew. They saw that Herrera was coming in. They knew exactly what they were going to do, and they had a plan to attack that too. Like despite the United States playing well, the 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 now the next step for them is to play well and also be able to counter like right. the tactics of another team right. and be able to create chances, like create consistent chances, and also be able to defend when someone is actually trying to do a specific thing to you. Yeah. This is like in four years. Like this is where I'm not sure about the if Burhalter is the guy. Right. Right. Is Burhalter going to be able to adjust? In this way and make them better in this way or are they going to have to find someone else are they going to have it's not going to be like a Marcelo Bielsa it's going to have to be a guy who's like a proper tactician right. not to say that Bielsa isn't a brilliant manager because he's like a forefather of modern football but, but he's but also a bit of a weird like the US would defend really really poorly yeah because he doesn't have a great system to defend if they We're go still past man the man marking, marking. yeah 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 <laughs> I mean not to say that the United States couldn't do that because they have yeah. the athletes to do that but yeah. it's 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 more about this is where this is going to be a test for Burhalter. This is yeah. like the test for Burhalter. If he doesn't show any like real improvement in the next two years, you could see a change. Do you think he's going to get two more years? Yeah, I do. I okay. think he's going to get. He's going to be given time, and I think they're going to go to like a Copa America or like do something the next, like that, like a Concacaf League of Nations or whatever. No, no, like have, he's going. Yeah. I think they're going to find a way to get to the Copa America. They're going to try to play in South America, and they're going to have to prove that they can play okay. down there. Like that's I think the that, thing that, that would be thing. big for them. They need it. Yeah. They need they need those guys to play in more important tournaments more consistently. Yeah. I'm sorry, the Gold Cup and the CONCACAF Nations League is not enough for them anymore. Yeah. They need to go seek they need Playing to go against seek Mexico more Mexico and Canada is Yeah. Thing. Or yeah. they need to find a way to get into the African Cup of Nations, any yeah. of those things. They need to figure that out. They need to find a way to do that. They need to figure out a way to be consistently competing at a higher level against teams. And even if it means more friendlies against top European teams where they play their best players consistently. Right. Where you, where any you of go those get... things are better than what they do consistently in CONCACAF. Germany's going to burn you down 5-1 until they don't, you know? And that's... That's okay. The thing is, you got to learn. you got to yeah. figure out a way to learn how to play in these moments more consistently. Yeah. All that being said, we're actually incredibly high on how well the United States did in this tournament. Youngest team yep. in the tournament, essentially. Second youngest team all time. Second youngest team all time. And they... I think they acquitted themselves very well right. in the most part. And even though they lost this game and they, uh, they have a lot to learn, I think yep. they will learn from this. They played like the second youngest team that had ever made it to the World Cup, you know, yeah. and they could have won that game. They they definitely could have. They if had they... chances to at least be like could have gone to extra time at right. a minimum. Yeah. So and if they didn't gift, so if they didn't gift two goals by just not defending, I mean they gifted all three of them. Right. Right. Pretty much they gifted all three goals. They could they could have won. So I'm pretty optimistic on them. I think most of the players that actually got time for the United States with maybe Zimmerman and Shaq more being the only exceptions probably will get moves to to bigger sides Oh, Tyler least, Adams is going somewhere next year. Tyler Adams might be one of the Brandon best. Brandon Aronson will go somewhere. Even though he didn't play a ton in this tournament, he'll be somewhere in the Every next time year he was out there, he was an absolute menace. It's written down in my notes like 12 times, where it's just like, Aronson's a menace. Aronson's just all over the field. Right, right, right. right. Like, I, and again, I, Adams might be one of the better the captain. defensive mids 
in the entirety of the world right now. He he single-handedly blunted a lot of counterattacks that could have been dangerous just by getting back and being like, cool, I'm just going to marshal you off to the side and slow you down a little bit so the guys will get back. Like, right. and, he, and he was so good at it. They just need more. They just need more. Yeah. They need a little bit. They need more on the wings and they need a center. They need to find center backs. Pretty much. They've got the keeper. CCV, maybe. Maybe he Sands. Could be there. Uh, where's Sands, by the way? Is he also in England? Rangers. He's at Rangers, so they get one at Rangers, one at Celtic, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he might be. He might be the one at. I don't. No, know. you're right. Yeah. He is. At, he has yeah. at Rangers. He, yeah. he hasn't been good lately, but he's also pretty young. So I we'll think see. their their future lies. They have to figure it out. They've got to find players because they have the keeper. The keeper's there for the next like, at least two World Cups. He's 29. He'll be there till he's 37. Maybe he's 28. Yeah, he's got two or three World Cups left in him. I think he's a guy who's going to get a move because he was good. He's very good. I mean, he's gonna. He's at Arsenal. It's not to say that he's not gonna start. He he'll get his games at Arsenal, yeah. but like he he's, might go somewhere else. He's to gonna move games. somewhere where he can he start can, every game. Yeah, and he he'll be he'll get a good, good move too. He's yeah. gonna get. He's Arsenal's gonna make some money off that dude. Everton. Oh man. Oh, let's not do that again. <laughs> not that Tim Howard. Tim Howard is a lovely keeper, but I don't want to do ship that him again. to Leeds. Leeds will be okay. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, see it's him just, at Leeds It's America and FC. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. You got anything else on the U.S.? Um, grateful that they made it through. Yeah, Very mission grateful. accomplished. And they played well against England, and for the most part against Iran, and and just disappointed with the Netherlands game in a way because I think they had their opportunities, and I think they they just they just weren't there yet. But it's it's a time. It's this is what the whole World Cup was supposed to be yep. is for them to learn, and they did. They and did their job. To quote Christian Pulisic, "This one's gonna hurt for a while." I mean, he said he said that after the game, but it just yeah it. Because they knew, well, they knew, they knew that they had chances to to put this game to make this a better uh, opportunity for them to get to the final eight, and they they didn't take it. So, all right, anyway. That's going to be uh, our take on the U.S.'s World Cup run. Mission accomplished for them. Honestly, even better because they went through and had a pretty good game in the uh, knockout rounds. But Yeah. Good luck, Netherlands. Godspeed. Godspeed, Godspeed you orange bastards. <laughs> wow. Okay. L'Orange. L'Orange. Uh, I mean, they got to play, who is it, England or Senegal winner, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Hey, if it's England. No, no, they play the Argentina. Oh, shit. They play Argentina. Oh, shit. Oh, maybe Argentina can get some uh, um, some retribution for 1998. I don't know. I... Oh, Dennis Bergkamp goal. Oh, oh my goodness. The Dennis Bergkamp goal. If anyone's never seen this one, this is from the 1998 World Cup. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to extend this for a little longer. <laughs> We're just, you're going to have to live with this for a moment, okay? 1998, Dennis Bergkamp gets a ball from about 65 yards, and he pulls it down. In that touch, beats a defender coming across him and puts it in the top corner right. and wins from, it from in like forever. Right? No, no, he was like 10, 12 years. Oh, okay, okay. But it was like the touch because he took he took a touch and he, like the defender was gonna take it, like was gonna come in and, and block it. But he made this such a beautiful touch and just like essentially pulled the defender away and like pulled him out of the game and then scored. And it was in like the eighty fifth minute and they and got it got Netherlands to the semifinal. So maybe Messi can uh, offer some retribution to that moment. Anyway, just wanted to offer that little bit before we ended. So that was our our take on the U.S. That was our take uh, on the U.S. Ending with Dennis Burkin. Yeah, great. Cool. Great. All hail the trash fire. All hail the trash fire. Hi, and welcome back to the Coffee House, or 141 Studio. Any of those things have apply right now. I think it's both. I think we're both. We're both, right? We're both. We're all and nothing and it's everything. It's the trash and, fire, Paul. It's the trash. <laughs> well, welcome to 141 Studio, the, the Coffee fire. House, also known as Trash Fire, right around the corner of your house. We're the raccoons that are, are little bandits running into your house, stealing all of your food, and then heating it up. 
Um, in a my, beautiful fire. My lawyer my is advising me that we cannot tell people that we're stealing from their houses. So Why is that? Uh, he says something about um, liability. Liability? Liability, schmiability. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, we're obviously we're kidding. We're not doing those things. But we are like, we are raccoons. We there is are a trash raccoons fire. near a trash fire. That All is all hail thing. the trash fire. And we have opposable thumbs, much like raccoons have. Which is pretty weird, cool. Weird flex. Paul. Weird flex. Weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> weird flex. But a good weird flex. I like it. Hey, look, if I were to be anything, I think I want to be a raccoon. They're really smart too. Yeah. Really intelligent. Yeah. And uh, you can keep them as pets. Incredibly yeah. destructive, smelly. No, noisy I mean pets. you could. You can. You. They can behave. They can. They right. They can. You can get them to behave. I don't know if I'd want that to happen. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna get back to World Cup 2022 because I feel like we've already gone and derailed this whole thing. I feel like I want to do a whole Mark Wahlberg thing and I'm going to have to keep it to myself for now. We um, already did the Mark Wahlberg No, no, thing. but it wasn't recorded. It's like oh, now it has oh. to be recorded. You, the, are, you, are you with me here? Are you with me? Uh, no, we're not. No, we're not doing the Wahlberg. <laughs> we're not doing... <laughs> Just, anyway, so we're going to go... <laughs> I, I swear, I, I feel like uh, every time that I open these things, we go right off the rails from the very beginning. And yeah, we just it, never catch it. We never get back on it. Were you ever on the rails, Paul? Uh, yes, I was actually. From, were you? From 20... <laughs> uh, I'm just going to move on I with that one, too. I think we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to... My lawyer First tells up, me we, in fact, cannot incriminate ourselves. <laughs> what are we talking about? Self-incrimination. I haven't done anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, what kind of rails yeah. are we talking about here? I have... Third Rails? Uh, guardrails, yes. Uh, the bumper rails at uh, Candlepin Bowling. That's the kind of rails we're talking about. Mm. Ooh, the gutter? Yeah, well, but like they put up the bumper so you can't go in the gutter. Oh, uh, why not? Uh, because people don't like to revel in their own filth like us, Paul. Ah, oh, man, yeah, I know. It feels like that's what we'd want to do, right? Just be right in the gutter we, the whole time? I, <laughs> we never left. We never left the gutter, right? <laughs> we are firmly in the gutter. Ah. Uh. There's many times I've ridden the third rail. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. The third rail. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Also, don't touch the third rail. Don't You'll touch get it, electrocuted. Ooh, yeah, that's, but something. It's so exciting. Is that a, is that a Boston specific thing? No, it's, or a, it's that's just, just a thing. Okay, it's like a right. train thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch that. That one. That oh, one's bad. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's real tingly. It's real tingly. Real and I'm tingly. like so alive and then so dead all at the same time. Right. Much like life. Your every <laughs> every bit of your body is just screaming and something joy and pain. Much like some of these teams, like Australia, very alive but also very dead now. Uh, exceedingly dead. Thanks. Hey, See, very dead for a game that finished two one. And I'm stealing Paul's joke. Argentina scored all three goals. They did. They did. We're gonna recap the last week of the World Cup in the final games um, and the, the some of the surprises that occurred and some of the things that we just were like I couldn't believe that happened. Speaking of Australia, a team that we both felt were never going to have a snowballs chance. Oh yeah, to... we were like they're just happy to be there. Yeah, we they're put gonna... them up there with like Qatar. Yeah, we thought they were gonna just and they made it through they with did. the group with Denmark and... and Tunisia and Tunisia and made it through and made it and and played a compet like, like semi competitive 
competitive game against Argentina in the round yeah. of 16. I mean, it was close for the last 15 to 20 minutes. They didn't they didn't succumb much like the United States is five minutes after they got the goal from Argentina right. back. And uh, kudos to them. I, I have to like, I, I, there are times you just have to like, mea culpa, need yep. to say like, okay, you I was wrong to... about them. Morocco is another one of those teams that I felt like. Who was the teenager for Australia? Luol Kang? I can't remember. Yeah, Maybe. I actually believe he's a Newcastle prospect. I think I think they picked him up, but he was really good. He was kind of breakout future star from this tournament. He played really well. So I mean, they need a lot more than just that. But yes, I yes. Th- like their prospects yeah. compared to the United States are very different in a way. Um, yeah, because the Aust- Australia is like gonna go through this like period where they're gonna dip for a yeah. bit because the development of talent has gone down quite a bit. Well, maybe and, he scores um, some goals and that'll be good for him. <laughs> Wow, really? You're just going to go there? Yeah, I'm just I'm getting Okay. Okay. So I, I want to talk about Morocco cuz that's a fascinating that's a fascinating team that's made it through, a team that did not play particularly well statistically. If we're going to go to analytics, they were like I think the second worst team analytically in the tournament and they're through to the the round of 16 yeah. and they're a shithousery team in a way. Yeah. They're very much like we're going to just do whatever we can to make this really difficult for you and we have players who can create moments to score goals and and make it make it really difficult because they've got really good solid players throughout that squad you know they've got guys who can are they have game changer type players in my they opinion. do and like they can do those things and i think that might be the way that'll help them keep them going, moving through and i would not want to play that team <laughs> if i were like i like one of these like top teams who's right. playing them oh my god is it france no it's not france no, france is playing france. poland right i don't i don't know any of these things anymore <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> So France does play Poland. <laughs> Morocco and Spain. Spain. Oh yeah, no, they're going to be put to the sword. I that Spain's going to beat them. I mean, I I I like Spain has shown me like I think they could be the best team in the tournament, but they've also shown that they can um, the, Do you let's talk let's actually talk about this now. They can lose to Japan. They've shown they can be the best team in the tournament or Did they lose to they, Japan so Germany didn't make it through? I honestly You're saying be- yes. believe deep in my heart that they were not upset that they lost to Japan. As soon as they went down by one, they uh they certainly didn't seem to scramble to tie it back up. I think if Germany had won by more yeah. you would have seen a scramble but the thing was is that they had given up a couple goals and they're like whatever and just yeah. move on with their lives but I do think Spain this is the thing that's tough I think Spain for me and the way they play could beat any team at any time consistently they just have this moment in them this like this one game or like 30 minutes where everything like they just everything seems to just fall apart it'll just collapse and you're just like oh no and this is just this is like a thing that has happened with Spain with the yeah. exception of like that t- 10 year period where they want everything around them and yeah. like no one could beat them well they have a really pretty over engineered machine don't they oh, like, it, I it mean Luis Enrique is death. such a good manager oh, I love watching them play sometimes they're pressing like they're pressing the games like the, the pressing like qualities they have are excellent in my opinion I think they cause a lot of havoc and a lot of problems for teams like even Germany like so Germany only had the ball 35% of the time but it felt like every time Germany had the ball they were constantly 
constantly under pressure. Yeah. And I know that Germany had their moments in the game, and, you know, it was a fairly even game for the most part with the possession and all that being that. But it just felt like more than... And Germany figured a game out. Like, they found a way to make Spain really uncomfortable playing the ball at the back. And in in a way, it was partially... Who was in the goal for them? Unai Simon. Unai Simon had his issues. He has got to figure out when to play out long a little bit more because he doesn't do it enough. And I think he will figure that out. He just needs to take a touch and just hit it to the wings and like figure out what the next step is from there and they can play up. But they want to play out of the back. They want to make sure they can break the lines like that. So when they, yeah. they have the whole ha- half of the field, attacking half of the field, you know, they want the whole half to be open so they can do whatever they want. They don't want to play against low blocks at all. I mean, they can do it, but the idea is that they pull people out of the low blocks so they can exploit space. Anyway, Morocco, they're going to play in a low block. They are. They're going to sit in the low block and they're going to demand. The thing is, is that they have a great keeper too because Bunu plays for Sevilla and he's one of the best keepers in, in Europe. And he's one of the best shot stops in Europe. And so I it, there's just I just think don't count Morocco out completely. I'm not saying that they won't that Spain won't win. I'm just saying, you know, Morocco has found ways to win games that they weren't expected to and I think Wow. Now, this is an old blood feud, Morocco and Spain. Yeah. There it's might a little, be, it's a rivalry. There it's might a rivalry be, game in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, there might be some bad blood. They're there. neighboring countries technically. Yeah. Is, right? Is Morocco? Yes, and they have a lot of bad of blood. History. Yeah, a lot yeah. of history and bad blood, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it might be a kick every Spaniard that runs near you kind of game and we'll see if Spain can deal with that because it's a young team, not a particularly big physical team. So no, they don't have yeah. physical players. Yeah. Spain. That's the one thing I would say that Spain doesn't have is, is it's a physical element to their game. Morocco might try and and Morocco is like that physical. Yeah, yeah. If anything. they're they're nasty, they're a little nasty. Japan. All right, I want to move on because I think Morocco. We Morocco is is I I love it. I hope that in a way, like I love Spain a lot. I love the way that they they've uh, evolved the game. But Wait. in a way, it'd be lovely to see Morocco give Spain all they have. Did uh, this feels like we. Weird role reversal. You're like, hey, the team that's gonna sit deep and just kick. I just want to see every Spaniard that runs by. I love them. That no, that's my shtick. Why no, no, I'm not saying I love it. I'm just saying that I hope that they. I think it's always good to have a balance, right? In yeah. life, and I think Morocco is a great balance. Like this is kind of a great game because it's the opposite. Of, these are like opposite right. ends of a spectrum, and you're gonna see how what wins out in this in this round. Right. Here. See, see who's gonna move on from yeah. this one. I think it'll be fascinating to watch. In a way. So we're going to move on to Japan because another fascinating result. They win the group of yeah. death, they quote unquote. Gr- well, so with them winning it, it absolutely is the group of death, isn't it? That's three top teams now. And I'm, I'm willing to call Japan a top team. I think they're very good. They beat, they lost to, all right, this is the thing that's strange. They lose to Costa Rica, okay? Yeah. But they beat Spain and Germany. What team is it? What what team are they? Are, are they going to face a team and are they going to play up to that standard all the time? Or are they going to lose? Are they going to play a team that's like fairly okay and then lose to them? Who do they play in the next round? Uh, it's it's grim. Croatia. It's, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Croatia is also a really good team. I well, this is the thing. It's like are they? They this is one of those games. Like Croatia is one of the better teams in the tournament. Yeah. Are they going to play up to Croatia's Very level? Very experienced. Know what they're doing. Yeah, like Spain, like Germany, yeah. like all those teams that have been there well, and done that. You know, you you said one of the better teams in the tournament. Germany's no longer in the tournament, so they they no longer qualify there. 
But uh, ha ha ha. Yeah. The, so there's a there's a German woman who comes into my bar from Germany, from Lubeck, Germany, and I've been harassing her for like the last four or five days about it. Wow. And yes. how does she feel about that? Uh, does she enjoy it a little too much? Uh, she, she says, she, "Punish me more." No, well, uh, not yet. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know where we're gonna go with this bit. Was that R rated? I might have to cut that out. Why not? <laughs> why are we getting rid of that? I think it's kind of funny. Is it? Why? Why? What is the overtone of that? Uh, dirtiness. Weird. Trash fire. Uh, the overtone was weird. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, so you, all right, you talk to this German. Well, let's let's just re- We're just gonna reset it. So we're just gonna we're just gonna try again. We're gonna let's reset it so that I we don't include that other bit in it. Is that fair? So we're gonna sure. like yeah, we're sure, talking all sure, this sure, bullshit sure. and okay. So. Okay. So all right. So <laughs> you. T- yeah, Germany's out. I get it. Germany is out. And bar. Oh, yeah. And so there's this woman who's been coming into the bar that I bartend, and I've been harassing her about Germany being out for like five five days now, four days, however long it's been. Time Damn. has time has no meaning. Time has no meaning at yes. this point. Yeah, it's, every day is World Cup day. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Cut the whole Germany story. It's not <laughs> funny without... <laughs> just, just, cut, just cut all this. All of this is gone, Nate. <laughs> okay. No way. No way. I think it's good that you've, you've given... Uh, German with a hard time, but yeah, you know, sometimes you just up. have to look at someone and be like, ha ha, it's a shame that your country sucks or your at country's the World Cup. Wait, actually, <laughs> oh this, this is a big thing. This is a big thing. When we say your country sucks, we don't actually mean your country, we mean your country's football team. <laughs> That one might be directed exactly directly towards Iran. Holy, we got real mad about it. Holy moly! It's Iran. All right, don't it's mess Iran. that up. Yeah, it's Iran. Don't mess that up. Okay, they are really sensitive about that right now. How dare I not? I'm not trying to be my... cynical. They actually are really. They they really. They're, yeah. You know, being um, v- they're very sensitive about all the little things that um, we oh. as Americans do, right or now. just anyone. They seem anyone. They're yeah. like calling everything out. Yeah. So. Some something about asking. They're local yeah. president to move battleships or something mm-hmm. something like that yeah it anyway was, uh, it, it, was, it was a weird few days so do you think japan's gonna move forward you think this is where their <laughs> their beautiful saga and journey ends or it begins well so here's what i'll say i learned a fun fact today the fun uniforms fact. they wore uniforms. in the final game mm-hmm. against spain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were uniforms for an anime that is currently in this season. And, like, they've sold out. They're, like, full main character of the World Cup right now. It's wild. And I think they got some momentum. I think they could beat Croatia. It's, uh, they got some juju. They, yeah, they got some magic going on with them right now. They're a young team, a relatively young team. I mean, they're going to, much like the United States, like, their time is not now, it's coming. Like, they could be one of those teams in 2026 that everyone looks to and be like, oh, that's a team that's scary. And... Really, they could be now, though. Only weakness was at keeper when we did the preview. Yeah, did the preview, and they've got a six foot seven behemoth. Right, and I mean the thing with goal goalkeepers, and you know every sport they're in is sometimes they just catch a little magic, right? And all of a sudden you're going on a ride, and they take you a little bit further than you think they will. So it's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility that they might that they they'll play Croatia tough, and they if they win. That game, belief starts to build, right? And and they're going to make it. They'll be a tough out for any team that they run up against. I I have to also say, just the Asian Federation, the AFs, the Asian three teams made it to the 16, and the only a team that didn't make it was the host nation. 
who, like, for many reasons, did not make it out of the group. I do like that Group A was basically who can beat Qatar by more and goals. Many, as many goals as possible. Right, to yeah. see who got out of the group. Did they, they didn't even make, they didn't even earn a point, right? No, I, I think, it's, I think, the it's, first, I think yeah. it's the first host team to not earn a point <clears throat> in the group stage of the World Cup ever, which says a lot about what Qatar, where Qatar is right now yeah. with regards to being a footballing nation. That's it. See previous episode for m- more thoughts on more thoughts on guitar and the things that have happened and they can that continue to happen because there are more and more stories that are coming out that are just kind of sad which we can talk about anytime the other yeah the speaking of the asian the asian confederation there's also never say die south korea south korea (laughs) who beat portugal in the 98th minute i think it was something like that at the death as they literally like one of the last kicks of the game they beat they beat uh, portugal and hyung sun just had like a meltdown after the game like a just a beautiful it was beautiful because he talk about a man who's has been so close to so many things so many trophies so many things and not made it and to have that moment moment for himself where he I mean he played this just filth ball like yeah. he put it through like three players legs and, and so they they won it in this wonderful way their counter speaking of teams with a little bit of magic this is the South Korea team that doesn't have to do their mandatory military service because they won the they moved on to the uh, out of the group stages is that part no, of no 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 because they won a cup oh right they right. won the oh Asian yeah uh, the AFC the, cup yeah. yeah yeah so they have won before you know a tournament that was important to them yeah the other fun story coming out of that final game is the guy who scores that goal the sub who came on very handsome uh, South Korean man he had like 300,000 or something or maybe it was like 30,000 followers on Instagram before the goal and literally overnight he has 1.5 million his life has changed I know he's become yeah he's (laughs) he's a superstar now right Uh, just like that you're a hero yeah and that's you know good for him because he's he's not a like an old guy he's this he's kind of this kid who's just kind of making his way and just like that you are in a everywhere you go in your country people will know who you are and that'll be an interesting experience for him i love it yeah, yeah. i love I mean, it i mean i mean that's what the world cup does sometimes. that's what the world cup is about all yeah. of a sudden you're you're a hero to people you never have to buy a beer again it'll always be on the house maybe on somebody there maybe you know? unless you you know turn that that into ill will i mean that does happen with some some people sometimes yeah but to be i brought that to a negative aspect yeah so uh, i shouldn't do, have done that actually is this is no that's fine negatives are fine is this a nice segue to someone to what are we talking about ronaldo yeah let's segue to ronaldo why ill will he was a hero to a team that wore red and now he's a villain and now he's trying to bring the world cup home with another team that wears red what are we talking about? Manchester United. It's a poor segue. I was trying to. I was trying to. I was dig like, us out what, are we, what are we doing? I mean, I'm we just. I'm throwing I mean, more. Just like cut off and moved on to the next thing. More bags on the trash fire. Mm, okay. All hail the trash fire. Man, it's just gonna keep going with it, huh? Yeah. It's gonna just, just like a constant like, higher and higher. I'm just. I'm trying. I'm still. I'm still. Are we? Is this like a thing where that the only thing that people are gonna remember is all hail the trash fire? Is that what's gonna happen? I will print it on every medium possible and sell it for twenty dollars. I mean, we might as well, right? We're yeah. just a t-shirt company at this point already, right? We actively when we are a theoretical t-shirt we are company. a theoretical t-shirt company with a podcast. <laughs> yes. A theoretical, a, a theoretical t-shirt company with a not-so-theoretical 
podcast. We've gotten very philosophical here all of a sudden. And it's not really about soccer at all. It's just... Uh, just it can a, be. Uh, yeah, just... A, Let's talk about the soul of soccer. I'm going to try another... What soul does soccer I'm going to try another... What soul does the sport of soccer have? It's not football, it's soccer. It's not soccer, it's football. What is it? It's both. Actually, you know who well, developed no, the all... name soccer, by the way? The British. That was their term. No, so- and then soccer's out of the tournament. Because no, 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 the, no, no, the soccer, U.S. and Australia No, no, England is still in the damn tournament, and they developed the goddamn word. It's their etymology. It's their word. They used it because it was football association. Speaking of the soul of soccer. Or association football. And guess what? Sock came from it. And soccer is what that word became to be. All right? I'm sorry. I'm just... Also, South Korea had a good run, but they have Brazil. So that's probably going to be that. Maybe. Maybe. Brazil has not played great yet. They have not played great yet. With my boy Bruno. They haven't played great yet. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't burned the house down yet. I'm not saying that they won't do it against South Korea, but they haven't shown... They haven't, like, gone into third or fourth gear yet. And I'm a little worried that they uh, they may not get out of it. And that might be their undoing. Although, I honestly, looking at teams that are in this tournament, mm-hmm. who do you even think is the favorite at this point? France? Brazil still? Ugh, France. Neither, because France and Brazil, neither of them have looked that good. Uh, France looked great for a half against Australia. Right. Well, yeah, but they, they put Australia to the sword and then and they... they, they well, they, like I was saying, that second half against um, Australia and they played pretty well against Denmark. They played, like, good against Denmark. They were they were decent. But even then, like, they had their moments against Denmark, like, that even though they won 2-1, to one, it really could have been 2-2. Two two. Yeah, they didn't, they could have easily drawn that game. Yeah. I don't think they were great in that game either. Yeah. And then they lost to Tunisia, right? Or Mar- Tunisia. No, they lost to Morocco. No, Morocco's not in their group. It was Tunisia, Denmark, and Australia was in that group. Oh, that's right, because Australia made it through. Yeah, right? yeah so they lost to Tunisia. The group with the they lost to Tunisia. And I know they didn't start any of their real players, but they still mm. lost. Yeah. And they're supposed to beat everyone, right? Dot, dot, dot. Right. I mean, yeah, they were just supposed to be a juggernaut, beat everybody, just walk their way to the title. To the final. I yeah. don't think I don't think that this France team... Well, they're being very French about it, aren't they? They're just <laughs> not... Say- they're just not. It doesn't seem like they're. They're being very French about they're it. They're being very French about it. Doesn't seem like anybody's really having fun. That's because the. T- I, the m- this is we've brought this up so many times about the French way and the way they've, that they've been playing, <laughs> yeah. like the French style of play with Didier Deschamps. And uh, there's like, I, and it bugs me because Didier Deschamps doesn't play. How dare you? A Didier Deschamps doesn't play a system that caters to the players that they play at their best. I still don't think they do that yet. What? So I actually I do have a question. What? What would be the best way for this French team to play? What do they have? Mbappe. Bullshit. They have Rabiot. so much more than that. Rabois. 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 Rabiot. I just for the record, Rabois might be my second least favorite soccer player. Mr. Rabio? Yeah. He's okay. He's overrated. He's okay. Yeah, he's he's a right. he's a decent. He's fine. My least favorite is uh, a goalkeeper for the English side. What Aaron Ramsdale? No, he's got he's got short arms. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? He's actually—I would say he's probably better for England than he is for Everton. And the thing is, though, he's been actually—he's kind of like been pretty good for now for about twelve to fourteen months. Yeah, he's been, he's been all right. He's he, been pretty good. He had been struggling. <laughs> so, I know. I feel like the yeah. the whole relegation thing is like sharpened him a little bit more, and now he's like back to his best. He, seems sort of like thing. he's doing all right. Still can't <laughs> touch the top crossbar, but that's going to be an ongoing problem. It's, he listen. He's got short arms. He. Plays 
played for Sunderland. It's just gonna oh, be okay. What it is. Okay, you can do your thing. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, I mean, I get it. You're you're. It's like oh, wait, the lads, right? The whole thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Is that is that the Sunderland thing or the, uh, the Newcastle oh, thing? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gooner. <laughs> yeah, I just it just bugs me. I think the France thing bugs me. I just think they they have. Do you just want them to play pretty? I don't. I want them to play to their level. I think they play down levels. I, I agree. I just, I, I really like he, his face lit up. He had fire in his eyes. He was like, I don't want them to play pretty. I want them to play well. I just want them to play to their level. If that means like that's what they do and defend and do the whole thing, then that's fine. But I don't think that's what they do. They have great wingers. They have good attacking midfielders. They have two guys that can hold really well. And they've got seven of the best defenders in the world. And yet that somehow they have to play and sit back into a low block and not fucking play. Give me a fucking break. It's bullshit. That's why I don't think they'll win the World Cup this year. It's because I think they think that that's how they have to win, and they're not going to be able. They're going to get sucker punched, and then they're not going to be able to actually play and like beat teams, and that's going to be it. That's what I think the problem is with them. Like Spain knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't always think France knows what it is. Like Spain knows they're going to press high, they're going to dominate the ball in possession, and they're going to create a million chances to try to score as many goals as possible. That's what I think. You know, and sometimes they fail at it, but you know that's what they're going to fucking do, right? Yeah. France doesn't like. Right, what you at is least France? know what it's going to be. Yeah, France, you don't know what the identity is like i think that's part of the problem why they are not always successful is like there's not like they have these brilliant technical players and know how to play tactically and play beautifully and do this thing but like when it comes to the coach like they don't have like a specific system that they really want to work at it's like oh well we'll kind of sit back we'll do this thing but when we when we have the ball like then we'll do this other thing maybe but we, we might not do that thing we might do the next thing i mean it's very poetic in a way it's very beautiful but it's just so it just bugs me i just it just exceedingly ah! french <laughs> just bugs me sometimes All anyway right. we i want to uh, what other things do we want to go i actually so i think that was pretty much everything we wanted to talk about we didn't talk about england and ghana but uh or Let's, not uh, ghana senegal i um, mean I, this is england you know what they are yeah they're yeah. tight they're gonna struggle to create tons of chances i think mm-hmm. even though they should they're gonna try to win a game one nil and southgate wants that's what southgate wants he and does he's much like deschamps deschamps and southgate are the same person i know it seems like it's a weird thing to bring up but essentially, that's what they I've do. I've never seen them in the, the same, same room together room at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't look alike. They don't look alike. But that's what this is. That's I think that's what they're trying to do. It's like, oh, we'll like, keep it really tight at the back. Hopefully, they, we don't like allow chances. And then maybe we'll score a goal on the counter. Or maybe we'll get a penalty and then we'll just win 1-0. And it's like, damn, man. Do you know the attack? I mean, England's got the attackers, too. They've got the, the whole thing, essentially, right? They scored a bunch against Wales. Scored three. Rashford. They got three. Yeah, I think. And the thing is, is maybe that's what they'll be. Maybe they're going to open up a little bit more and score some goals. Because I think that's how how they're going to win it is by being more by attacking instead of sitting because I don't yeah. actually think they're that well, great defensively. I think I think they got through the group stages. I think that's where defense is like most important. Just don't give up a bad like give up a bad loss. Get your draws. You you know get your points. Draw yeah. draw two, win one. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Now you get now you can play. Now you can go out there and play your your best game and not have to be so conservative. But do you think do you think Senegal can cause problems? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I I agree that they're they're tough. Mm-hmm. They're they're a tough team. And they don't even have Sadio Mane. Right. They would. They could have conceivably made a deep run if they had Sadio Mane. As it stands, I think they're going to cause problems. But I think England is going to be the better team because they also struggled during the group stages. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, they yeah. I mean, they played uh, they played well against the Netherlands. It, yeah. it much like the United States. They had the same problems against the United States. Couldn't, couldn't they couldn't get that. They couldn't. Yeah. They didn't finish their chances, and they and the they Dutch gave up those clinical. two yeah. right at the penalty spot goals. Yeah. Same thing. Do you, how about the 
Netherlands? You think they? I think the Netherlands are. Doing I think the Netherlands are pretty good. They they impre- They didn't look good during the uh, group stages, but they certainly looked good today. They, Do you think they'll beat Argentina? That one's going to be an interesting game. I'm not sure either of those teams are playing at the top level that they are used to. But I think I think they both are going to be okay with it being a slog and trying to get that. I one think this is Messi's time. I, I do. So I agree. Yeah, I think Messi's going to win it. And for them. that's it's going to be the same thing with Portugal for a lot of games. If it's nil nil one one towards the end of the game, give it to one of the top ten guys of all time. They'll find something. That's who they are. Yeah. And I, I they'll think dig deep and find the yeah. next thing. Yeah. They'll they'll find a goal. Messi did it in the group stages when they really needed. He found one. that goal. Against he Mexico. found a goal. He, he yeah. kicked it through three different pairs Spider-Man. of legs. Right. And it just like even Spider Man with his webs couldn't save that. Right. Yeah. All right. Who do you think's gonna win, Nate? The whole thing. Yep. Just pick pick a team. Any of the teams we've listed that you think might still be there. He's gonna pick some. Our producer, for the record, we probably haven't actually mentioned this. Really doesn't know anything about soccer. He's learning on the job. Yeah. He's our editor overlord. Yes. Um. Nate the Great. <laughs> Nate. Nate the Great. He is. Uh. He is in fact the gasoline bringer for the trash fire. All hail the trash fire. And we. Oh, we we can talk about like lighting trash cans on fire. Yes. That's okay. I, I know I've been weird about some other stuff, but yes, no, we very specifically light trash cans on fire. That's we're we're trash fire. We FC, don't actually. I think we don't actually do that. I think a lawyer would be very upset if we told we talked about that. Don't you think? Wait. Yes, I'm being advised by our lawyer, our editor, that, overlord, lawyer. that we are not allowed to tell people to light their trash cans on fire. Yeah, that, that's not a good idea. Something about uh, something about liability again. Liability. Yeah, uh, we we can be held. We, you know what we need? We need to be an LLC. <laughs> Why? Because then we have limited liability coverage. <laughs> wow. That's a good segue. We'd be, uh, we'd be Trash Fire LLC. Trash Fire. I mean, I had a far more elegant name, but we're going to move on from that. We're just going to move on. We'll just be Trash Fire LLC. I think that'll be Trash fine. Fire. Trash Fire LLC. I <laughs> mean, I bet you, I, you know what's really funny about that is I guarantee you someone has already taken that name. Trash Fire United? No. No Uniteds. <laughs> Trash, okay, I'm sorry. Trash Fire FC, is that more American no, for you? bullshit. No, it's just awful. All of it's awful. <laughs> all of it, all of it's awful Trash Fire. Yeah, well, that's... I mean, that's the point, isn't it? In it, in it. Oh, that's in trash it. fire in it. Trash fire, trash fire in it. LLC. As always, that's it. done. I'm Ryan Whiting here oh, with my Oh come on, you don't want to vamp a little bit longer. Paul Cushing. <laughs> I'm Paul Cushing. Hey, let me say my name for once, okay? All right, Destiny's Child. That's uh, oh, that was clever. We did that earlier. I know. I, I, we, we've come. We are now Elton John. We've come full circle. Circle of life. Cool. You guys have successfully gone five minutes over what you told me you would. Yeah. R- hey, it's gonna be a tight thirty. Yeah, it's been thirty-five. <laughs> there we go. Came you know. out <laughs> on cue. I think tight, on that moment we it's should. It's a leave. tight thirty that's squeezed out. But I do want to say that squeezed out. And I do want to say on the mic for the first time while we're recording and. In the outro, for the first time, I'm Ryan Whiting with this my compatriot Paul Cushing, and hold on, hold on, I am Paul Cushing. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> saying my name. <laughs> I thought we brought this up just a little moment ago that I wanted to say my name on the outro, but I guess that's not cool. <laughs> that's fine. And all right, and so okay, for Paul Cushing, I just want to introduce as our editor and overlord Nathan Libertor, also known as. 
Nate. I don't know what you're the going great. for with <laughs> Nate, Nate the Great. The great. Nate the Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure which way you were going with that, but uh, I don't know. Also, also known as and Nate? the wall covering that's above Paul <laughs> is falling down on top of him as he's laughing too much that he is tearing the whole place apart. As, as always, all hail trash fire. All, all hail, hail the trash, trash fire. fire. All hail the trash fire.